Welcome to Technology Forward. The additive industry continues to offer expertise and production capacity for personal protection equipment and other items for healthcare workers. Today, I'm here with Rich Garrity, President of the Americas at Stratasys, and we'll discuss the efforts Stratasys has been taking. So thank you for joining me today, Rich. Thanks for having me, Leslie. So with the high involvement of the additive industry during this time, what impact do you think this, the additive industry's response will have for the industry? Um, what do you think the response will prove to potential users of additive equipment? Yeah, I think the uh, uh, silver lining to the COVID-19 pandemic is the role that we're seeing additive manufacturing play uh, as, a, as a vital part of today's supply chains. Uh, I think over time, especially here in the United States, we've seen that supply chains have been optimized for, for low cost and lean manufacturing. Uh, and when we face a pandemic uh, like COVID-19 and the disruption that that's causing, we're seeing the need uh, and the role and the value that uh, additive manufacturing plays. Uh, and and we're, we're engaged with a lot of companies uh, across North America uh, that are starting to think more strategically already about uh, additive manufacturing and the need to have that type of technology on site uh, locally in order to have better control over, uh, over their supply chain uh, in the event that uh, we see uh, further rounds of this or further pandemics or other sorts of disruption from a supply chain standpoint in the future. So I think the industry itself is going to come out of the, the crisis in a much stronger position on the validity of the applications uh, that it can do from a pure uh, economic uh, business sense, but also uh, in C-level uh, executives' minds around strategically, how do they start to uh, replan their supply chains over the coming years? And I think additive manufacturing is going to be a, a big part of that. Can you go into a few examples or specifics of how you see this effect on the supply chains? Will we be doing less overseas? Will we be doing things closer to shore? Will it matter? What kind of things do you see happening? Yeah, I think ultimately we'll see more and more additive manufacturing located closer to the source of demand, uh, so potentially reshoring more and more you know, with part production becoming closer to assembly, being able to simplify assemblies for fewer parts, creating production lines that can be rapidly retooled, uh, and supporting, you know, dual manufacturing to get up and running fast or handle overflow from traditional manufacturing. Uh, I think the, the criticality of additive manufacturing here really is a bridge to traditional means in times of disruption from a supply chain standpoint uh, are obviously getting shown now. Uh, and I think that companies, particularly in North America, are going to want to have more and more of that capability within their control and, and locally going forward. Yeah, that's you, you brought a point out that I don't think is emphasized enough, and that is just how quickly additive manufacturing can be changed over from one object or one design to another. I've seen a couple of stories where within a day people have been able to shift whatever it was that they were making. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that, that started, of course, with face shields very early on uh, that we, mm -hmm. had our own, we had our own capacity at Stratasys and we started to also um, mobilize over 100 customers in North America and, and leveraging their capacity as well. We're literally in a matter of a day or, or a couple of days, uh, we had uh, folks printing these face shields all across North America. And of course, the great part about our industry being a digital uh, process uh, the designs of these different shields kept getting iterated uh, and improved upon. And so uh, literally uh, from the start of the week to the end of the week, 
we saw multiple variations in designs that kept getting better and better for functionality. Uh, and of course, those were spread out among the, the customer community and able to be rapidly uh, printed. Now, beyond the mm -hmm. face shield, beyond the face shields, we're seeing a number of other applications emerge uh, over the last couple of weeks as well. Such as? Uh, so we're seeing very, various sorts of components for ventilators, uh, whether mm -hmm. it's brackets, uh, housings. Uh, we're seeing manifolds, splitter uh, type uh, applications. Uh, we're seeing some being printing uh, ear guards that are going now with the face mask to protect the ears a little bit better. Uh, and of course, the, uh, the hands-free door openers, uh, drawer openers, mm -hmm. uh, those sorts of applications as well. Let's go into collaboration a little bit. Is this is, is the capabilities, the functionality of additives helping much more in collaboration among engineering groups? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, the fact, again, that we've got a, a digital process allows uh, for things to come together uh, real time, uh, and we're seeing the evidence of that in response to this. And, and to give you an example of, of the customer coalition that we formed here in North America, uh, we've got over 100 companies that uh, have deployed our GrabCAD shop uh, application, uh, which is allowing them in a cloud-based format to be uh, sharing uh, files back and forth, being able to see uh, different levels of available capacity across this uh, network, and be able to essentially uh, provide a distributed way of producing uh, PPE parts for, uh, for COVID-19. Now, are there any unusual or unrecognized capabilities of additive that are being highlighted now due to addressing the pandemic? I think the big one is how fast you can turn it on. So the fact that you have a disruption in something that uh, was, was typically running one way and you can rely on additive manufacturing to be able to uh, uh, bridge you through that uh, disruption. So the speed in which you can implement, uh, I think, is becoming uh, uh, paramount. And also the versatility in terms of the different types of materials that we can do now in different processes. So the level of applications in terms of functionality uh, and real real uh, impact applications, I think is becoming uh, quite critical uh, and obvious uh, in this, uh, this COVID-19 uh, time. Yeah, materials, I would say, would be a key one with a lot of people kind of unsure or uncertain about the materials. So this is giving everybody an opportunity to see just what is available and, and how it can meet the need. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and just to, to speak to that fact on uh, you, you know, on how fast you can implement. Uh, we had a, a hospital uh, in France uh, that actually ordered 60 uh, of our uh, F123 FDM printers, uh, and we had the order processed uh, and systems installed and up and running in the hospital in a matter of, of days. Uh, wow. They, so they now have that uh, level of capacity for producing those parts uh, on site. So what are some of the lessons that uh, maybe you have gleaned or learned over the past couple of weeks? Uh, I think for the industry itself, you know, it's shown again the level of uh, viability that the, uh, the industry itself has in terms of the uh, real-world applications. Uh, I think uh, in some cases if we look back five or six years ago, there was a, somewhat of a notion around our industry that uh, we were going to be doing all sorts of consumer-related applications and so forth that did not materialize. And in, and in some ways, the industry got a little bit of a bad rap for a number of years following that. The reality is the industrial applications for 3D printing and added manufacturing have continued uh, to move forward. Uh, and uh, this is, a, uh, I think, a, a shining example of what additive manufacturing you know, can do in, in these times. 
So we're going to continue to, to try to stress those benefits from a customer standpoint. Uh, also, the way that we saw customers uh, come together in, in a very collaborative manner uh, in, uh, across industries and within industries and so forth uh, was, uh, was great to see. So you know, one lesson there for us is to continue to try to harness that customer community and, and spread best practices uh, and, and better foster that uh, across customers uh, on an ongoing basis. So those are a couple of the key things for us. Okay. Those were basically all of my questions. Well, I thank you very much for your time, Rich, All right. and your information. Thanks, Leslie.